share with you and get to know me. Working within it so that you can trust them. Business has been word of mouth and referrals. Mm -hmm. So if it were not for those word of mouth referrals. You went through all these experiences for a purpose. They are all serving a purpose. And I need you to now start ministering to other women. They need to know their value, their worth. They need to know how loved and they are. They need to know that I see them. I see what they're going through. My name is Renee Hastings, and I'm your host today. Y'all, it gives me great pleasure to introduce to you someone that I admire so much, someone who's been on this journey with me for so long. We have celebrated years together, and I'm just so honored that he's given me a smidge of his time to share with y'all on your entrepreneurial journey. Our guest today is one of the best communicators and sought after executive consultants in the nation. His impact has helped leaders realize daring pursuits, including building college campuses and addressing global wealth disparities. But more than this, today's guest is a survivor of leadership sabotage. His bout with betrayal, theft and deceit cost him more than $600,000. Threatened his livelihood in an unthinkable way. His experience has taught him that despite a leader's talent level, having an inability to survive leadership sabotage can stop anyone from realizing their full potential. He serves as a chairman and president of his agency, a communications agency that helps some of the world's largest companies have positive impact in our world. His agency specializes in advancing business imperatives while making our world more just and equitable for all. Y'all, please join with me and wishing a warm welcome to our guest, Brandon Wilson. Thank you, Renee, for that that incredibly gracious introduction. <laughs> My pleasure, Brandon. Thank you so much for joining me today. I just, I'm so excited. I just can't even stand it that you and I are here together for us to talk about the different things that people have to be mindful of on their entrepreneurial journey. It's not always Skittles and rainbows along the way. 
as you, you absolutely know, <laughs> there's some things that people are going to go through, but you've been through some of it. Seems like you've been through it all. So I'm excited to learn from you what we can be on the lookout for, what we can um, take advantage of in terms of knowledge and experience, who we need to have in our life, the whole nine. Because I know that advancing business imperatives is not for the faint of heart. It's and not, not. <laughs> so tell us, tell us about your story. What happened and, and how'd you get started? Well, I, first to say that the, I think the best part of everything that you shared was the description of entrepreneurship as a journey. Uh, and it's not, you know, an evenly paved, shaded road. Uh, not not throughout the whole journey. I mean, there may be some 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 trees that have grown to large enough to allow you to find respite under them. Mm-hmm. Oh, but to truly go throughout the whole journey, I mean, there'll be some barren areas. I mm-hmm. mean, there'll be some rocky roads, and ultimately, getting to once you get to the end of end of one journey, then you encounter you will you will encounter a mountain, which gets to what we're talking about in terms of advancing business imperatives. First, you got to go down this journey of entrepreneur. Like, what is it I'm trying to, where am I trying to go? Why am I trying to go there? What equipment do I need along Mm -hmm. this journey? And then when you finally pick up enough rocks, find enough food, you know, use all your equipment. Now you got to climb this mountain. We're going to get your, your audience there to where they're actually executing something of significance. Uh, and something meaningful in, in climbing that mountain. But along that journey, you got to meet a couple of people. Uh, people, not everybody's rooting for your success. And, oh. and there are so many people in the world who believe that success is a fixed pie, that there are only eight slices on the pie. If you get a slice, then there's only seven left for everybody. When oh. actually, you know, true success uh, is is infinite. I mean, it, it, it begets other successes right. and it empowers other leaders who continue the journey where you where you leave, leave off on that journey. And that is when you truly unlock the kind of the kind of leadership that gives you the one thing that you can't give yourself, which is a legacy. And so we'll talk about that too. talk about how you can not only advance your business imperatives and, and scale that mountain, but what you do on the other side of that mountain in order to truly achieve legacy. And so we're going to go through that whole journey today. Uh, I'm so excited. Feel your knapsack. We want to get your backpack ready for, for the long hike to answer your question. uh, I I was going through a significant part of my journey in realizing entrepreneurship. And I met some characters along the way who, who convinced me, uh, to to set aside my my priorities for mm. or who lured me to think about their opportunities instead of mine. Um, mm. my opportunity was a, a, a million dollar proposition. So I answered the phone when when it rang. Uh, oh. and, but 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 that wasn't my million dollars. Right. It was a million dollar proposition that was that belonged to another company that I was seeking to acquire. And, mm. and I acquired it. When I acquired it, uh, when I tried to acquire it, I ultimately discovered that it wasn't real and find myself sabotaged. And 
by that time, I had strayed away from my own path, the oh. own, own journey that I talked about. I got on somebody else's road and, oh. and found myself effectively sabotaged. It took me a long time to get uh, to get out of that, that quandary. Did it successfully, uh, retained all my clients, uh, rec- retained yeah, yeah. 98% of my employees, which I'm really proud of, and, um, and, and was given another shot, another chance to take another step on my path. Right. Thank goodness. That was on. But what I learned in that whole experience is is the value of sharing those stories of disappointment, sharing those stories of sabotage with others, uh, Mm -hmm. because we give saboteurs a great advantage when we when we wallow silently in our own disappointment and don't share it because we're embarrassed. Oh, I cannot believe I was hustled and I lost this amount of money or had to hire criminal defense attorneys and I want to hide all of those things. Bear it all for your benefit, for the benefit of all of your audiences so that we can truly start preparing to go from point A to Z on that entrepreneurship journey with clear eyes, clear mission in a way that makes us truly unstoppable. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. And it seems sometimes when you're going through it, you're like, I don't understand. I don't understand why am I going through this? Why me? Why me? But I'll tell you why you, so that you can share with me. That's it. That, that's what that's what it's all for. There is no wasted tears. <laughs> There's no <laughs> wasted experiences. They all are serving a purpose. And I am so grateful that you are sharing your story of sabotage with me, not only as a female entrepreneur, but just as a small business owner, period, you know, that this isn't, uh, it doesn't discriminate. Sabotage doesn't discriminate. Oh, it doesn't. It doesn't. And, and what sabotage is, is any effort that seeks to obstruct, deter, distract, or destroy uh, that which you are after. And there are a lot of categories of sabotage, which my books talks about. Uh, but we, we characterize them, the book characterizes them um, as... Um, uh, as, uh, as 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 horsemen, and they're the the, the mm-hmm. four horsemen. Uh, mm-hmm. and when you un- read the book, you start to unpack the different characteristics of the the mm-hmm. ride, the saboteurs that you go putting <laughs> up the book uh, mm-hmm. of this of the various saboteurs who ride these these horses, and some yes. jealousy as their tactic, mm-hmm. or, or as their as their driver. Um, and then those who ride the horse of jealousy have different tactics. Some ride the horse of dishonesty or lying, and they have a certain set of tactics. Uh, you th- you have those who use sed- seduction. Uh, they ride the horse of seduction. They have a uh, a, a a set of uh, a set of tactics as well. Uh, but in, in all of it, the, the thing I want your 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 audience members to walk away from is that it can be overcome. Like this, this is these are these are all things that surround us each and every day. Yes. And they're faced by everybody. So if you yeah. have not faced sabotage, you are probably not pursuing anything that somebody deems worth sabotaging. So mm. get clear about that, right? There's wow. there, there was never there was never anybody who was an A student who thrust their bodies in front of stopping the F student from taking a test. <laughs> they go they go, they ain't doing nothing anyway. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they're not going to 
I don't need to stop you from studying. Right, right, right. Well, then keep on getting your F. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm here with you try to sabotage the A student. You know, like, so, so the whole game is like, you know, um, to, exactly, Renee, is, you know, haters have a job. You know, I say you hate, haters mm -hmm. have a job. And their job is truly to be calls, clarion calls for leaders that mm -hmm. they're doing something worth disrupting. Yes. This is, this is important. Wow. What a and great when perspective. Start, when you start thinking about it in that way, then you know that the at the front porch, uh, at the at the door of every success, at the, at the door of every success, sabotage sits at its front door. Mm -hmm. and in order to truly get to that door, you got to figure out how to go up do you go up the steps? Do you try? How you get? How do you get around, or get through, or to get to that door? Now, right. if that door of success that that you consider successful, and we all have different levels of what we call challenge or what we call success. Mm -hmm. If the door of success is is feeble, <laughs> and mm -hmm. the, your door of success is really not spectacular then you're probably not going to have sabotage at the front door. It, it, you, you could just walk up, walk in, and a lot of people are walking up and walking into that. But to truly do something transformational, to do something bold, to do something different, to do something sea-changing, the road is not going to be one that a lot of people have, have walked. So they're right. not going to be a, a lot of mentors for you. This is important. They, they won't mm, be. Right. Uh, you, you're going to have to find them along the way, along your journey, along your preparation. Uh, it's going to be a lot of direction for you. You're going to be a pioneer in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. uh, and But the reward will be great if you endure the travails of those sort of off, I mean, those nary traveled roads. Right. And as you, I'm I sorry, but as you were thinking about, as you were speaking, it made me think about even our family members. That's right. They, they don't, they can't mentor us if they haven't been down this journey. Yeah, yeah. But we have to find them. We have to find somebody to help us through this who's been through it. And it, like you said, it's a narrow, slim pickings. It's slim pickings. <laughs> the, the, the bolder you go. And it's so interesting you say that because when I was going through my time of sabotage, there was really not any, many people I could turn to. Right. I was seeking to buy a business. And mm -hmm. none of my mentors had ever bought or purchased a business at that time. Now, I've since mm -hmm. met. Along my journey, people who have been sabotaged and who have have had failed attempts at buying other companies or who have successfully done that. Mm -hmm. But I, I hadn't gotten to that point in, or road in my journey until I was was faced with that road in my journey. Mm -hmm. uh, they so they did, and a lot of them were corporate leaders. I mean, they worked for a paycheck, which is noble and, and, and inspiring, uh, but they were not used to uh, the kind of barren parts of that leadership journey that we, that, that we talked about earlier mm -hmm. uh, because every two weeks they're going to get a paycheck right, and, uh, right. You know, entrepreneurs have to actually grow their paychecks and hope that it rains and that it gets the right amount of sun and that yes. those that come and eat up all of our <laughs> our crop they have very different perspectives about how they how they generate their abundance, right? Yes. Just, it's a different path. None, none, neither is better than the other, mm -hmm. but it's important to find mentors on the path that you are on. 
And the example I want to give there is, is I'm a runner and uh, I was, you know, I ran a marathon a few weeks ago. And along that route were a lot of people who had run marathons. Mm -hmm. And while I was training for marathons, I would see people at 430 in the morning training for marathons because I'm on on the same path. Like I see it. It ain't that many of them, but we see each other. Yeah. But the next challenge for me might be an ultra marathon where I want to run a hundred miles. I'm not going to find anybody unless I now I need to now go to the pathway where mm-hmm. the people are training for ultra marathons. And, right. and as I'm training, I'm going to encounter this the the tribe of super athletes who's going to say, Brandon, this is how you do this. This is how you do right. that. And so you're going to find those people along your journey. So stay step one to advancing your business imperative imperative is stay the course of your journey. Do not surrender the course of your journey and Mm. get on somebody else's journey. That's good. Mentor says to you, come over here. If a mentor says to you, come over here and help me grow my business this way and my way, this is what I want, want you to do and abandon in, in, in all intents and purposes, abandon where you're going. Mm-hmm. And they're probably not your mentor. They're they they want you to be their benefactor. Mm-hmm. And so, just use to advance their own agenda. Stay your journey. Stay on your course. Stay on your course. Um, yes. That's number one. Oh, good. Stay on your course. Oh. And, and and as you go along that course, write proverbial notes along the journey. Every time you go through a tough spot. And leave it under a tree, leave it buried in the ground, put a marker there because there's going to be somebody else coming behind you on that same journey. And you're mm-hmm. going to make the journey a little easier for them. And they're going to laud you for it and say, wow, how did you know that how to get through this land without a lot of water? And they're going to say, you know, Renee left this note that told mm-hmm. me how to do it. They say, Renee, mm-hmm. you say, Renee Hastings, she must be an incredible leader. And that's how you achieve legacy. By telling and sharing with others the wisdom that you have gained along your journey. That's why legacy is the one thing that we cannot give ourselves. Absolutely. And that reminds me, thank you so much for sharing that. So important. Um, I know along this journey, I have had opportunity to cross paths with people who've already been there, who've already achieved. And then just out of nowhere. And like I said before, you know, there's no accidents. I was invited to speak on this panel and the subject of the panel was moving your business to the $1 million mark. Mm. And I was like, what? <laughs> Me? How could that happen? And, but this, the, just never having even had the idea of forming my thoughts to believe that $1 million and my name could go in the same sentence. Your whole challenge. It was it was a game changer for everything. The whole way I thought about everything just changed just from that invitation to be on that panel. Yeah. And then in preparation for what I was going to say, I had to do some research. <laughs> How do I move my business to a million dollars? And so I was now reading articles that millionaires read. I'm That's like, right. Lord, right. yeah, yeah. So you can have ever, yeah, embrace their what they've learned along their journey. And exactly. so you've gotten us 
through the journey, you stayed the course, mm-hmm. you, you now know what to do when you go from one rung of the journey of, the, of your path to the next to leave. You know, you're going to find some shade there. You're going to find some mentors, some, some people who will surprisingly help you reset what you think is audacious, uh, mm-hmm. just like you share. And then you're going to find yourself at the mountain. And mm-hmm. you, that mountain was a million dollars. Like, yes. man, how do I climb that? How do I scale that mountain? For somebody yeah. else, it might be, how do I even establish a business? Mm-hmm. I've been working for somebody all my life. Uh, how, how do I take, I have, I have three kids at home. Mm-hmm. How do I, how do I assume that? That's their mountain, right? Mm-hmm. Some people have, they have a mountain of, of, of self-doubt. They just don't believe in their own abilities. Mm-hmm. How do they scale mm-hmm. that mountain? Mm-hmm. And you, you, understanding the importance of research is, is absolutely important. But to get to the point where you're truly executing, you yeah. know, like where you start to really take take steps to climb that mountain, uh, it, it, it leads me to number two, which is defining that which you believe is imperative. Yes. What is imperative? Because what's imperative to you may not be imperative not to me. Imperative to you, right? And right. so, right. before you can advance your your impair your business imperatives or your personal imperatives, you need to identify what your imperatives are or what it yes. is. And right. there's a formula for doing that. There's a formula. Oh, I like formulas. Wait, hold on. I need. I need to end. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> so for, for people listening to this, it's like, oh, people, you know are so blessed if they are able to discover what their purpose is and what that, you know, all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I will give you the formula, the, 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 a cheat code per se, to identifying what your imperative is. Your imperative. Yes, ready. First, step one is to identify the thing you wish to accomplish. So what is that thing you wish to accomplish? Okay. Step two, identify all of the things that you need to accomplish that thing. That's number two. And then number three, and most importantly, distill down of all of the things that you need to achieve that thing you want to accomplish. What is the one thing that you cannot do without? Mm. What is that one thing? And I'll give you a practical example. Uh, I have a, a dear friend entrepreneur who described uh, to me that he was at a point in his leadership journey where he felt lonely on a boat that was filled with cargo and Mm -hmm. he had no direction on where to go. He said, what should I do? I said, well, tell me about your cargo. Cargo one was this business I'm starting. Cargo two was this big pursuit that I had. Cargo three was my career. Cargo four was a book. Cargo five, like all of these things. Mm. And I said, what do you want to, what do you want to achieve with this cargo? This is no, what do you want to accomplish? He said, I want to move the ship and that cargo forward. Right. I want to go forward. Mm. What do you need in order to move that thing forward? Mm. He said, I need, (laughs) I need the the boat to be lighter because I can't roll with all this stuff in there. Mm -hmm. Direction. I need a map. I need vision. I need leaders. I need a team. I need money. He named all of these things. I said, all right, out of all of those things, what's the one thing that you cannot do without? And he said, leaders. 
I need I need leaders to to join me in this boat. Mm. They can give me the vision, the mapping. They can give me the money. They can find the money. They can sail. They can take a piece of cargo and divide it amongst themselves on what they want to move forward. The boat gets lighter. You move forward. Mm-hmm. So his business imperative for the year, I gave him the advice, is to focus solely on in identifying and empowering other leaders who can join <laughs> in your business and join you in climbing your mountain. Wow. And that's his imperative. So you can do that and your your listeners can do that with their own personal lives. And mm-hmm. it's a way of getting right to the heart of the thing that we need to be focusing on in mm-hmm. order to truly prepare to climb that mountain, which which is ultimately advancing our own business. Right, right. Oh, that is so good, y'all. <laughs> For those watching now and those listening later, these are some good nuggets. I hope you have paper and pen. You writing them down, or you just get the book. <laughs> How about that? Because <laughs> the book is amazing. It is absolutely fantastic. And I'm uh, Brandon. Those four horsemen you were talking about. I could relate to each and every one of them at some point in my journey. I haven't always been an entrepreneur. Um, I've been in corporate America. And so I could relate so well to what you were going through. This book was such an easy read and so relatable. And I'm so grateful for it um, because it was just so well done. So well done. So I, I, it's my hope and prayer that there's whatever people take from this, they are able to apply it immediately. Like not wait, like, oh yeah, that sounds good. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll do that tomorrow. No, do it today. <laughs> <laughs> do it right now. Go to brandonwilson.co and you can purchase the book. That's just brandonwilson.co. Mm-hmm. And you can also uh, carve out time um, to, on my schedule at brandonwilson.co to tell me about the things that may be stopping you from scaling your mountain as well. And what, what, uh, what betrayal, theft, or deceit you are faced with mm-hmm. and that you need to overcome in order to, to start that, that true journey of doing something transformational. So brandonwilson.co and um, you know, yeah. like you said, do it now. I mean, it, it, now. It, you deserve it is, is, is yes. what I w- w- would say. The, the last thing that I, that I want to focus on is the art of execution. Yes, that's and, and so we're now at the mountain of business imperative. Mm-hmm. We found the formula for getting to the right mountain because there's a whole mm-hmm. lot of mountains in the world. Like now right. we get to the right mountain and we know <laughs> the mountain we're climbing. When, you're, when you start climbing it, you're going to be thinking about what tools do you need to utilize mm-hmm. Yes. So you've sort of picked up some rocks, some sandwiches, some peaches Mm -hmm. off the peach tree and whatever you found and put in your backpack along your journey Mm -hmm. to the mountain. But now Mm -hmm. you're starting to climb the mountain. And before you get up there, you need to do a a, 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 a equipment and equipment check. (laughs) Because when you get halfway up that mountain, (laughs) then then ain't the time to say, uh, where am I? Where am I? Exactly. Exactly. It's too late. You should have stopped at Walmart on the way. So you want to do that before you start to execute. And 
Yes. Uh, and the, the reason why this is so important is, is we can have all of the great ideas in the world. We can overcome all the saboteurs in the universe. Mm-hmm. But without execution, we may as well have done nothing. Mm-hmm. We may as well just stay in the bed every day. Right. Without, without the ability to execute, you may, you may as well have even made it to the mountain. Uh, using another running analogy, I often, I often tell people that the race begins when I meet in when I meet fatigue. So mm. when, I, when I meet, they call it the beast. When I meet yeah. fatigue, I say, all right, this is who I've been looking for all of these 13, 15 miles. I've been looking for the beast. Now I'm here. Now the race begins. Mm. It don't, it, oh, I'm so tired. Now it's time to stop. I might as well not even run the 15 miles or the 20 miles if I'm just going to stop when I... This is when it begins. So when you get to the mountain is when execution actually begins for you, when you've identified your mountain of imperative. Mm-hmm. And there are two pieces of equipment that you need. One is priority mm. and two is process. Process and process. priority plus process equals production. Oh, you want to produce. You okay. got to be able to produce things. And I tell you why that production is so important. But mm-hmm. before we go that, how do you use those two pieces of equipment? And you've probably seen people with like this axe looking thing and a rope. Mm-hmm. Axing and they use them interchangeably. Well, this is your process and priority. You want to have, you want to make sure that you prioritize which rocks to cling to and which not to. Mm-hmm. Some try to trick you, you may, you may be, have a false grip on them. Mm-hmm. Your processes will save you in the event that you misprioritize at some point going up because processes give you repeatable, predictable results. Yes. And then as a result, you're going to produce upward motion. You're going to produce upward momentum. You're going to produce things of value. And the reason why that's so important is because the more you are productive, the more your journey will inspire other people to continue to go down that journey look up that mountain and to climb their own mountain of imperative. Yes. Yes. And it's, it's inspirational. It's, it's true. It's, oh my gosh. She's doing it. <laughs> she, that's it. Surprise your own self. We started that business. I was actually meeting with a, um, a client over lunch today and we helped them to start a, a school. And, and they said, well, you're not helping us to start a school. You're actually helping us. Our company was actually helping them to start a network of schools. Oh, but they had one school at the time. And mm. so four years later, I sit down with a board member and I said, hey, what happens after kids graduate in the fifth grade? They said, oh, we now have a middle school. And then we go, and so it's as important. They they are productive. Yeah. You hear so often people saying what will happen and what's gonna happen and what they're working on. Life gets in the way, things change, the sun come out, it doesn't rain, you have a drought, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But it's so inspiring to me just sitting at lunch, knowing that they are actually doing the producing the things of value that they said they would they, that they would produce. Right. And, and impacting lives along the way. And impacting lives along the way. And yes. and and there's a there's also sort of realms of mastery that are important in order to make you emotionally 
and mentally and spiritually fit to endure the travails of that climb. Mm. And because as you go up, it's going to be you're going to be tested as well. And, and there are mm. three realms. The first is <clears throat> three realms of mastery. The first is the mastery of time. Mm. Oh. And time is to itself. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, is, it is it is actually the, the core, the crux of of really becoming a leader uh, that others look to and aspire to to follow or to to join or to to emulate. And this is very basic. Mm-hmm. You know, you're running people all the time. Say, I'm not I'm not a, I'm not good with my time or I'm a mismanager. Mm-hmm. They have never mastered how to utilize the seconds to help mm-hmm. prepare their development in a particular area forward. And so mm-hmm. it's important for, for, for us to to dedicate the time needed to learn, to research, to study, to become that which we ultimately want to pursue. And the more time, and the more. I was going to say, if you had to give someone some advice on how they can master time in in like two or you know two or three sentences, that is so huge. Yeah. How how do we master time? Well, let me use an analogy and then I'll give some practicality. <laughs> the, <laughs> I, will, I view mastering time like becoming a swimmer okay. where every drop of water is the equivalent of the seconds that make minutes and the minutes that make like you need all of those seconds to buoy you. But you will never truly master time in the same way that a swimmer would never master the ocean. So. In order to become a true master of time, it's important for you to identify the the few areas that you first want to develop. Okay. Like, is it is it is it developing your heart, like to mm-hmm. be kind to others? Is mm-hmm. it developing your business acumen so that you understand how to be a great steward? Are you developing your uh, your your mentality so that you can be a great strategist? Are you wanting to? develop it in terms of being centered and that's first so that then you know exactly what puns to get into the right. second thing is to write down to write down the the things that you want to develop and how you define success or successful development in those areas hmm. and to set deadlines for yourself hmm. and then, then go back to those two tools priority and process priority and process set processes in place that what well, once you identify the priorities that allow you to repeatedly and consistently carve out in your schedule how you're going to invest yourself and invest your time into developing in those areas. That's good. All right. Thank and, you so much. And the more you do that, it leads to the second realm of mastery, which is the mastery of wealth. So if you've mm-hmm. developed a lot of time, if you invested a lot of seconds a lot of minutes into developing in a particular area, you should reach a point where you have an abundance, where you've produced that word again, mm-hmm. by using those tools, priority and process again, where you've produced an abundance of the things that you wanted to develop. Mm-hmm. So for some, it might be money. Mm-hmm. I want to figure out how to make the most money and be the best investor. And so you use time to do that and you develop wealth. For some, it may be your heart. You may be one of the most generous people known to the world now. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you may have a mind, the strategic mind, unmatched by any leader 
who's ever walked in present day time. Like you, you've, you've, you've focused in on how to use the seconds to develop in those areas. So now you have wealth mm-hmm. and you want to use that wealth in order to produce things um, of value, not just for yourself, but for others, which leads to the third realm of mastery. And that is an understanding that is not about you. This is, this is where you reach that realm where you become a master of influence, yes. where you now are able to use your development that created your wealth to now use influence to inspire others to do what's transformative for them or to join you into helping you continue to scale that transformative thing that you have done. And this is when you become that leader that we all all look at with all who are able to do and achieve so much in such a compressed amount of time like people who start a company that becomes a major corporation or who builds four communities and they just turn 45 years old or they mm-hmm. how do you get to the point of that production mm-hmm. is because they've developed a way of maximizing time to develop in a particular area They've used that to develop wealth in a particular area, and they've leveraged or utilized that wealth to influence others, to join them, to accelerate their climb up their mountain of imperative. Wow. Wow. That is just pure genius. Pure genius. When I tell you that, Brandon, when I think about accelerating, and accomplishing so much in a short amount of time. Brandon Wilson is what comes to mind. (laughs) But what what you have done in your business and the lives that you've impacted as a result of your agency's growth, that's all acceleration. That is all acceleration. You've done so much in such a short time and I'm just honored, honored that you have taken a few of those minutes, (laughs) those seconds that become minutes. (laughs) to spend with me to share with our listeners what how they can avoid sabotage and identify their business imperatives to continue to help them grow and accelerate in what it is that they're trying to accomplish. Oh, it's an it's an honor. And 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 truly I think that what we're talking about now is 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 the next you know iteration of of sabotage. It's not you know not being stopped is one. Mm-hmm one thing to prepare for uh but becoming unstoppable yes is the next thing that, that yes. we're talking about now how do you uh, develop yourself into a leader that's literally unstoppable regardless of hardship on the journey regardless the terrain on the mountain regardless of how the climb is uh yeah. and, and and so it's just it's an honor to be one of the voices that that join you and sharing with your audience uh, the importance of, of executing in a way that makes you unstoppable. So it's been it's been an honor. I love it. Well, we can't wait for the next book. <laughs> uh, hopefully, he'll have the word "unstoppable" in there somewhere. <laughs> it, it, it's in development. It, I will not. It is in development now. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, thank you, Brandon. I do appreciate you. Our listeners appreciate you. If they're listening uh, now or on a replay or whatever. 
Um, tell us again one more time how we can reach you um, if we have any thoughts or questions or feedback about uh, our, our own entrepreneurial journey or get more details about any of the nuggets that you've dropped on us today. Yeah, just go to brandonwilson.co. Uh, my story's there. The book can be purchased there. But like I said earlier, you can also grab time on my calendar there and sabotage leadership that overcomes betrayal, theft and deceit is um, is a book that you deserve. Uh, and a lot of people might tell you, hey, sabotage <laughs> is being paranoid. No, it's being wise <laughs> because there, it's all around us. And uh, and the first step in to conquering your imperative is I did is getting the lenses, getting the eyes to see. Uh, sabotage all around you so that you can map out the path, the least resistance as you accelerate your impact. That's right. That's right. I mean, identifying it, I think, is probably one of the first things you have to do because it could be going on all around you. But if you're not aware, <laughs> like, oh, wait, what? <laughs> you just out here floundering around. Meanwhile, people are trying to take what you have or trying to keep you from achieving or trying to put you down and make you not believe in yourself or whatever, you know, and it's Absolutely. all just, you have to be self-aware and identify and know this, what your purpose is. There's no, there's going to be all kind of haters trying to stop you because you are on to something amazing. It's inevitable. You, you got it. You, as a, as a perfect pen uh, <laughs> in, in the discussion. So, so definitely brandonwilson.co sabotage. And, uh, and I hope that, that, that the subject matter blesses you. Oh, it truly does. Already it has. <laughs> I'm on like round two of reading it. <laughs> so, thank you, Brandon. It's been a true honor and my absolute pleasure having you on the show today. And I wish you uh, nothing but the absolute best for now and in the future for your organization. Oh, thank you so much, Renee. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.